Ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. you are now listening to the P13 Podcast. Welcome back to the P13 Podcast. Woo! We're excited to be back. Again, as always. Every continuing week, on, I guess. Continuing yeah. on. Week every, on week. Every Tuesday, podcast drops at 3 a.m. Is that Eastern? when it drops? Yeah. Oh, okay. 3 a.m. Eastern, so if you're awake. Early bird gets the worm. Exactly. You get the first listen. Or in this case, the podcast. The podcast. Yeah. Get the download, and then you can... Also, uh, chime in on our conversation for those members. Yeah, you do get can. it live in the gym when you do come and work out. You do. Yeah, you can ask questions there. So there you go. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Great, seg- great, great segue here. <laughs> Honesty. Honesty. I have to be honest with you. Please I do. have not liked doing this podcast. In fact, there have been moments where we get into a discussion and I don't like that I'm sitting across from you. And that's only because I've enjoyed doing this podcast and Psych. sharing <laughs> sharing with our lovely listeners something my, my, honest. Something honest, yes. Um, well, first of all, you almost made me cry there. Uh, Callum made me very sad when he thought when I thought he was he was uh, not liking our partnership. Um, yes. Yeah, so today, folks, we are talking about honesty. Yeah. If you haven't. If you didn't get that sarcasm, it's honesty day. It is honesty day. <laughs> Not a real day, but it's that's the day that it is in here as we do this podcast. Um, you might be wondering, well, how does this tie into the whole scheme of this and fitness? Well, that's why we're here. That's we're here we're to have gonna, this conversation with y'all. You. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Why do we talk about this? So honesty is is very important. I mean, well, it's a very important virtue for myself. It is, you know... If I had to choose three core values for myself, I would say that honesty would definitely be one of those. So I think it's important to carry yourself in an honest way in all elements of your life. I think honesty in terms of training, especially, it kind of sets the foundation for where you are, which really provides you with insight and perspective on where you are needing to go yeah yeah, or wanting to go I guess so it's very important to and and we'll explain some different elements around this idea or some different examples and scenarios I guess and our own experiences and our own experiences ultimately if you're not honest with yourself uh with about where you're at which is what we often see and I mean I think you and I have experienced that as well at our own our situations yep for sure you just you don't have a realistic starting point mm-hmm. right so why can that be a problem well to provide another example that kind of ties into it the first step of addressing a problem is admitting that you have one right so you hear that often and you know when when people are talking about addiction and like things like that not saying that people going on a fitness journey have a problem per se but there is something that they are wanting to change. Yes. So maybe it's not a problem, but it is... Maybe a behavior. Could be a behavior. Could be, again, like we've talked about this in previous episodes. Uh, We all get into training for different reasons, right? So there is a reason that you are going to train, which potentially some people could look at as a problem that they are trying to solve for themselves. Mm -hmm. Not a bad thing. Problem doesn't have to have a negative connotation with it. Could be a conflict. 
could be a conflict, right? Internal struggle. Usually people are not happy with where they're at, whether that be, again, a, a uh, body weight goal or a body composition goal or a strength goal. Or even just like a consistency goal. Consistency goal, yeah. We can talk behavior-based, like they're like, I'm just not moving enough, mm-hmm. right? And I need to move more. Or I want to go play sports, but I can't play sports because I'm not fit enough to go yeah. and do some of the things that's needed for that sport that I used to play. Right. Like I go to play basketball and I just get gassed right away. Yeah. And then I like have to sit out most of the game or whatever it might be. This is the first example of being honest with yourself, understanding where you are. Oftentimes I will see people and they they might have an idea of what they want to change, but it could be one, it could be super superficial. So they might have like a superficial weight loss goal, but maybe there's something deeper at play that they could address or think about addressing, mm-hmm. but they just don't want to, right? The um, truth will set you free, as they once say. The truth but always sets you free. It's hard. I, I, and I'll speak on some on my, some of my things too. It's like it's hard to get to that point too because it brings up a ton of feelings. That if you're not, if you haven't done some of the the prep work for those, like emotional work or psychological work on your own as well, it's very difficult to get to some of those those to the depth deep roots of those issues Mm -hmm. because like you said the feelings that are there they're intense they can get intense yeah in some cases yep definitely i mean yeah most people the reality is to make pretty dramatic change you are most likely going to have to go through a lot of uncomfortable uh, uncomfortable things Mm -hmm. some of those things could be internal some could be external right like internal is the psychological battle that you just mentioned external would be you know sometimes training is uncomfortable yeah right like there are plenty of sessions those of you that go to p13 and have done those conditioning sessions uh you know that those are uncomfortable but you also know that on the other side is a better version of yourself potentially even aside from the fitness piece of it you know just the 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 ability to get through a tough session like that and come out and being able to tell yourself like shit like that was tough but i'm okay accomplished yeah so absolutely like there's a number of different internal and external struggles that that people may experience as they go through um this and as they work on being honest with themselves back to like the overall idea of honesty and talking about how it's important an important virtue in life but also in training you know many times on this podcast we've talked about how training and life are somewhat synonymous so like we use and i know i do myself i use training as a tool for better understanding the outside world and better understanding how i can fit into that world and so honesty is another great example right so being honest with yourself in your training will help you be honest with yourself in other elements of your life whether that be work relationship whatever, but it basically just sets a tone for you and how you are going to, how you're going to walk through life. So examples in, in training. So one example is, are you being honest with yourself about what you need to do to get better? That's a big one. That is a big one. Okay. Here's, here's the good example that we were actually just talking about (laughs) before we started recording. 
So a lot of times people come in and they're, they're training and they're getting better and stuff like that. And like, say we're working on squatting or deadlifting, like that's a really good example because this is what we see a lot. And, and there's maybe a, some work that needs to be done on their form. We do a little digging into it with that individual and it becomes clear that it's less of a motor issue and more of a mobility flexibility issue. Mm-hmm. So then from there, it's pretty easy to conclude that like, hey, I think what you need to do to work on improving your deadlift and squat, which one, like most people that are doing those things want to get better at them, Yeah. right? I think we can all agree on that. So you, whether it's you wanting to get, get stronger or even if it's not numbers based, but just getting stronger on the movement, but also moving better in that pattern most people want to do that right so you would think that if we give them a piece of information that would help them unlock that that they would be like let's let's do it yeah i would love to but what we often see is hey so it looks like you're tight in your hips Mm -hmm. you know whatever we don't need to get specific with whatever area but your hips are tight i think you would benefit from working on some flexibility the response usually is yeah, like uh, my my hip flexors are always tight, or my hamstrings are yoga. always tight. I've tried yoga. I've gone, you know, to go yeah. do these other things. Yeah, and and then there, and then a lot of times they'll say like, yeah, I'll I'll like work on that, uh, but the reality is it doesn't. They won't. <laughs> and then and this is kind of piggybacking off that, but also maybe jumping ahead just a little bit, going back to that, going and tying it back to the honesty uh, portion that also comes down to the individual wanting to have that open mind because they're honest and they already know that, Hey, I have, I'm being honest with myself. I don't move as well. I'm coming in here because Mm -hmm. I want to get better. Mm -hmm. I got to take this information and run with it and apply it to myself or apply pieces that make sense to me for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, and going back to your point, it's, it's, it, it, you comes down to partially how that individual may want to what what they want to get out of that too yeah yeah or just speaking honestly right i think we are i think we are that's too. what the, that's the theme <laughs> of the episode um yeah absolutely and uh, yeah i think that is a, an important thing to acknowledge as well like is that person approaching the session with an open mind or are they just expecting to go through the motions and you know just that be that um the other part that I was going to say that might be jumping ahead is like, how do you find that intrinsically? How do you get to that point? And that's, this is something I, th- I know we, we are going to be talking about that later, but is, is a, a food for thought at the yeah, moment. Yeah, food for thought. Think about it as you're listening to this. Agreed. How do you find it intrinsically? Think of your own answers and then share it, share it somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, so, so that's, uh, that's what we often see is that person will kind of listen, but not really. And all that we can do as coaches is continue to try to reinforce that, which we do, but it's, it's just, it's very hard. Cause again, people don't, people oftentimes don't want to do the things that they need to do, need to do. It's pretty rare that people are like, yeah, I'm willing to work on my absolute worst areas. Right. I mean, it does, doesn't sound very fun to a lot of people, but in reality, that could be what then makes the things that you really enjoy doing that much better. If it is your squat, yeah. If it is your squat or your deadlift, like, I mean, it could, it could just make you perform 
better than you thought you ever could. True. And this kind of transitioned nicely to the next point of this is the, are you being honest with your goals? Yeah. So this is an important one. And this, you can look at this one in a couple different ways. Are you being honest with, so in terms of goal setting and honesty, are you being honest with where you're trying to go and where you are? So this is kind of what I touched on at the beginning of the episode is being honest with your starting point. So that's one part of being honest around goal setting is what's a good example here. Like if you are, you're trying to get to, you're trying to drop 10 pounds, right? Let's say that, uh, you're trying to drop 10 pounds. Um, are you being honest with yourself about where you're starting and where you're wanting to go? Let's say for example, maybe a better example, just to make it a little bit more extreme. So it's clear is like a person wants to lose 50 pounds in two months right? So that's a lot of weight. Yeah. So that is, you know, and you can use any example really, but the point of the example is that, um, what is the gap between where you're at now and where you're trying to go? And if you have a timeline associated with it, is that timeline, are you being honest about accomplishing that within that timeline? Yeah. Is it realistic for you? Yeah. And I think most people, sure, there is an element of like, education it is possible that the average person does not really understand what sustainable and healthy weight loss looks like Mm -hmm. so that's where it is up to the coach or whoever is working with that individual to be like hey like generally a healthy amount to lose on average is one to two pounds per week you know so that's where that education piece can come in but i've seen plenty of people that are educated they're like i want to drop weight super fast and like, what do I need to do to make it happen? And it's like, okay, hold the phone <laughs> here. That's like potentially uh, maybe not unattainable, but if you do pursue that, and then this is where the other element of honesty comes in on this specific example is, are you willing to do what is required to get to that goal? Yeah. Right? Which is often the case. Yeah, which is which is often, well... Oftentimes people are not. So say, for example, again, it's that 50 pound weight loss. All right. Like that means you, if you want to lose 50 pounds in two months, we can do that. But here's what you're doing every day. You're probably going to do like 30 minutes of conditioning every day. You're probably going to, on top of that, do like at least three resistance training sessions per week. On top of that, you're probably going to very, we're going to need to severely restrict your Calorie food, intake. calorie intake, and a way right. in which you can do that is just like cleaning up their food, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, you're not ordering Uber Eats ever. No refined sugars. No refined sugars. No packaged foods. Not condiments are going to be at yep. a minimum. Say, say bye well. bye to olive oil on your salad. Mayo in your sandwiches. Say but no Miracle Whip either. It's gone. If you're a Miracle I, Whip, that stuff is kind of weird. I haven't. To be honest, yeah, they have it in Canada. They do. Okay. Yeah. But I like haven't had it in a while. It's not real. That's for sure. So, but the point is like, you're going to have to really, so like say bye-bye to your social life. Yep. See ya. See ya friends. Like (laughs) I need to lose 50 pounds in two months. No drinking. Right. And the list goes on and on. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, I just hear so often that there's a lot of people that are like, I want to get this certain amount of shredded or this whatever the goal may be and it's like we can certainly you can do it work towards that for sure 
but understand at a certain point, like, and, and more often than not, you'll make significant progress, but there will most likely come a point, especially if it's a pretty lofty goal. Like again, say for a guy, it's like wanting to get like sub 8% body fat. Like it's, you're, you're going to reach a point made. where, yeah, I mean, you just are going to have to like give up a lot of things there. It's, it's like in life, there's always a give and take to it. There is. It doesn't matter. Right. So be honest with yourself about if you are willing to do that or not Mm -hmm. because that can save you a lot of time and energy because again if you're just like all right well now that you explain that fuck that like i don't want to do it then okay cool like find something that's real find something that's real you can still get again like very close but just know that like yeah you'll reach point if you want to take it further more sacrifices will have to be made. There's no question. If you wanted to keep it somewhat balanced with everything, like then those are these these examples are more just these are extra examples that we're, we're bringing up. But if you want to keep that balance, you got to understand. Yeah. What is what is necessary? Right. And I think, and then we have that too on on our end for sure. It, for sure. Yeah. It's not like, just other people. It's, it's yeah us talking about it too because we've yep. had our own <laughs> and so we still have our things we do so a good example for me is like i am working on well generally getting stronger and also simultaneously like working on splits mm-hmm. and so um i've had to you know and this is where uh an experienced coach becomes very helpful i've had to just consider how long it might might take me to get there for a couple reasons one my flexibility background is very limited. Yeah. Um, you know, again, growing up playing football and rugby, they don't really have a stretch in there. Um, <laughs> it's know. a sports, youth sports, or not even youth sports, like sports growing up at our age yeah. was different. It's tough. It's tough. A lot less education around it and stuff like that. So, yeah, like we never stretched or anything. So coming into it, I had to be honest with myself about where I'm starting, right? And part of that was like understanding that I have some very specific deficiencies in my hips. My left hip, maybe there's like a little impingement there. So as I started my splits journey, I had to understand that and understand that, okay, if I do want to pursue this, one, maybe there's some prerequisite work that I should focus on for a period of time before fully diving into splits. And two, even when I dive into splits, there may be some additional work that I need to do for my left hip just to make sure I continue to keep it moving along more so than my right because my, my right may adapt pretty well to just the stimulus from the splits work. Mm-hmm. Maybe my left hip does not, so I have to do a little bit more there. The other part of honesty in that context is the length of time to get there. So this has been very interesting. I've actually talked to quite a few people in the gym about this who have expressed some interest also in learning splits. And when I tell them my timeline, so my goal is to get a full front split by the time my child is two. What's up, Holger? I love you, Holger. Holger. Cutie. You're going to be getting creatine fairly soon. Yes. Thanks to Dr. Shannon. (laughs) So he is 11 months. So that gives me 13 months to nail my front splits, right? And when I tell people that, and plus, keep in mind, I've been working on splits for about a year. I think about a year now. Yeah, and it's been up and down. Like, it has not been a linear process because I think when I first started doing it, I made a lot of a lot of progress. And then I kind of, like, took a break from it 
and just like let my body settle and then got back into it. And it's been, yeah, it's been kind of a kind of up and down, but still trending in the right direction. So that's like a two year timeline for that goal only. And when I tell people that the, well, there have been some people that I've talked to that are like, yeah, I'm kind of trying to do splits too. And I'm like, oh, cool. What's like, how, where are you at right now? And like, when are you hoping to get it? And they're like, yeah, hopefully like a few months. I'm like, well, well, okay. I mean, everybody responds differently for sure. But in my experience, what I've seen with people that did not have flexibility as a child, it does usually take them a little bit longer because they've never really been there. Mm -hmm. So that's an example of me having to be honest with myself about what it's going to take and how long it's going to take specifically. And that's something that it took a while for me to be okay with because, of course, I want it now, right? Because yeah, we all want it now. We all want it now. That's We all want it now. That's part of the society. That I wanted it yesterday, in. right? <laughs> you know, that's how we live. I wanted it yesterday. Ugh. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's a great example of bringing it to our specific experience. And I'll, I'll, I'll add one of my own too because this one kind of directly relates to you. I and it's when I hurt my glute. Mm, I remember that. A little, little butt hurt. A little butt hurt. I yeah. got a little butt hurt. He's better though. I'm better though. Uh, um, and we had a conversation about, oh, well, how do you, how are you tracking your progress? And I was like, oh, I'm just kind of just like going by what's by feel. But he's like, well, how do you know for sure? Mm -hmm. And it's just being honest with, I guess I'm really not. Yeah. And they had, to, uh, it, which brings up why we're doing this episode. It just makes you take a step back. Mm-hmm. For sure. Tracking the progress that I'm having because I what was I, I was playing around with back squats in terms of depth. Yeah. Um, depth is easy because it's just I'm either using a box or a ball. Right. Or no measure. Or no no measurement at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to the weight, it's a little different because maybe and I would have to, I I would have to think about it a little deeper and even then I'm probably off. I'm probably wrong. Right. So. Right. It's a matter of being like, uh, I had to just sit back, take a step back and be like, man, he's right. I need to be honest with myself. I need mm -hmm. to track this out mm -hmm. and bring in uh, a, like a little journal. I have yeah. a little journal now. Well, yeah, I've had right. it. Oh yeah, we did talk I have, about it. I've I was going to give you one. I appreciate that. He yeah. was going to give me one, mm -hmm. but I've had one in the past that I've used that I've taken, I've stepped away from. Yeah. One would say freestyle as we've had in a previous conversation. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But it's being, it's going back to being the honest, honest, or taking an honest step or having an honest look at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's maybe kind of a separate, se the tracking thing is maybe a separate topic, but ties but in, ties, ties in. in. And uh, yeah, I think to speak on that a little bit, most people don't remember what they had for lunch. Yeah. In the evening. Like I'll be like, oh, someone comes in the gym. They're like, man, like feeling a little heavy this session oh what'd you eat oh what did i eat i don't remember like what time did you eat i don't know maybe noon so tie that into your training if you are not tracking things then like yeah you're just never really going to know so we've talked to our members about that a lot recently you and i have had that conversation because mm -hmm. i just started doing it again and there's no question that i i see more results just yeah. because I know for certain that I am doing more weight, more reps or whatever it is that I'm measuring. And this ties back to what is the big goal? Like I have a bigger goal of 
getting myself into a more appealing physique. I'll put it mm. that way. And you look um, great. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. I've actually, well, we've, and I've got, this is a side note, I've taken some photos in, of myself and worked on that as well. Okay. But this ties in back to what are my goals? If I'm really trying to make physique changes yeah. as well, yeah. how am I going to get there? I need to be honest. I need to take a step back and take, and take a look at myself. Am I being honest with my training? Am I being honest with tracking my goals? Am mm -hmm. I being honest with tracking my food? Yeah. And this all ties into yeah. everything in fitness that yeah. doesn't get talked about a whole lot. No. Like this topic of honesty. When do we, when do you hear instructors of other gyms talk about this all the time? Right. Hardly ever. Unless it's brought up, unless it's, uh, unless you've had a deep conversation with someone, are you really getting to this, to the deeper issues? Right. Or the, the deeper conflict, I should say. Not so much issues, could be conflict. Yeah. And that's what we're here for. We're really trying to, well, avoid the bullshit. Avoid the right? bullshit. That's what we're trying to do. And a big part of that, again, I mean, that's kind of like, the same as just being honest, right? Is just avoiding the bullshit. But yeah, so then uh, other ways to think about honesty um, as it relates to training, and this is one that I see quite a bit too, are you being honest with the work that you've done to get towards your goals? So, I mean, there are times where I've had conversations with people and it's kind of weird. And this is where like the tracking I think is actually ties directly into this conversation is I think, I think a lot of people sometimes can fall into this trap of thinking that they're doing all the work that they should be, but actually not. Mm -hmm. And that could even come down to a certain intention thing. And we have done an episode on intention as well. And so it's like, you may be showing up to the sessions and like going through the motions, but that's not where all the work is, right? A lot of the work lies in the intention that you are bringing to the session. So we were doing back squats recently and you can come in and, and we were actually working on pause squats. You can come in and you can do what I call rolling through the pauses, you know, kind of mm. like rolling through a stop sign <laughs> and guess who the police officer is in the gym papa thomas papa thomas i will come by and say hey what are you doing there and that's usually what i'll say <laughs> i'll just it'll be a general question what's going on there and i'll be like what do you mean i was like were you pausing on those uh, yeah how long i don't know <laughs> all right well and then we get into a conversation of like you should do two to three seconds per position that we're pausing so like that's a great example right is like are you doing the work? And again, big part of that is proper intention mm -hmm. to get the results that you want to get a better back squat and just be honest with yourself. Yeah. Yes or no. Like it's not wrong. Yeah, it's not wrong. I'm also not, if you're, if, if you say, no, I'm, I'm fucking half-assing those pause squats. Okay. That's fine. I mean, if you're okay with that, I mean, I'll still, I'll still coach you and tell you like, Hey, let's try to work on those pauses. But mm -hmm. if you're like, I don't really want to, then like, all right, well, that's fine. You're then just, you have <laughs> made your honest decision. You've made your honest decision and that's totally fine. I'm going to be honest with you and tell you like, that's probably not a good idea, but Hey, I don't know much about anything <laughs> just like Forrest Gump says. But so that's an example. Like, are you doing the work? And there are other examples too, where people actually think like, yeah, I've been eating really well. And then when the conversation goes a little bit further, Oh yeah, this weekend we went to Napa and like I had a crap ton of charcuterie 
and like red wine five glasses of wine okay it's just it's just funny how those conversations work and again how we as humans can almost create this illusion and uh, we operate it on a daily basis yeah like be comfortable with it yeah and it's like we said it's not bad no doesn't make you a bad person we all do it myself and actually we can talk about more about our personal experiences but really focus on building the self-awareness that's kind of what it comes down to the self-awareness around what you are actually doing on a daily basis and is it taking you towards your goals or not and this could be the subtopic self-awareness it could be that could be its whole own topic and we can delve into that a little bit more um when it comes to distracting yourself from your honesty how do how does one know when that is happening well, so in terms of distractions, it kind of ties into what we we're just talking about. Like a distraction could potentially be considered going to Napa and having charcuterie and drinking a lot of wine. Uh, I like I charcuterie, do, although like charcuterie is good. But the problem is you eat too much of that and then you get to the dinner and you're like, I'm full on charcuterie. Yeah. Especially because it's really heavy and rich. Yeah. You know, like brie. Oof. Or camembert cheese. Have you had camembert? I have not. It's good with fig jam. Oh, I love fig jam. Fig jam is like really good. With cheese and yeah. Fr- like, anyways, that's yeah. this is getting off topic. But it's okay. We do that. Hey, distractions. <laughs> that's right. Uh, squirrel. In terms of avoiding distractions, like are you being honest about the distractions that you commonly face? And are you able to avoid the distractions? Good example. And this is actually maybe an example for myself like Netflix, right? I think we can all agree that staying up until midnight watching Netflix (laughs) is probably not great for us, right? Especially if we're talking about a physical wellness goal. Yep. Sleep is very important. Very. Very important. And we've talked about it at some point. Yes. It's in there. It's It's in there there somewhere. somewhere. It's in the ether. So check out our episode on sleep. Um. But, uh, you know, we can all agree that that's probably not good for us. So to me, that would be a distraction, right? And that is actually one that I experience because having a little baby that wears you out all day and then coaching all day and running the business all day, when I get to the end of the night, um, there is a part of me that just wants to just sit on the couch, watch, watch Netflix for an hour or two, veg out. Yeah. Turn Um, the mind off from work. Turn the mind off. Yeah. But what would actually probably be better for me is going and reading a book, right? Well, you and I talked about this the other day when I read, especially at night, it puts me out like a light, like a lamp. Wait, like a lamp. Well, they're both light. Yeah. They're both lights. Yeah. I mean, they both have switches. So I was thinking of a Drake line, but I screwed that up. And I think it's out like a light, right? Yeah. Yeah. So either one works. Some sort of light fixture. <laughs> Just keep that in mind. Uh, so, yeah. So that would honestly probably be better for me because if I read a book, it's likely that, say I start reading at 945, it's likely that I'm asleep by 1015. Wow. Whereas if I start watching Netflix at the same time, it's very likely that you watch one episode <laughs> of Key and Peele and then you're just like, they're so funny. And so 
<laughs> let's see what they got going on the next episode. Oh man! And then and then and before you know it, before you know it, it's after eleven, and you're like, well, let's try to go to bed now. And and the the other side of that is I probably won't sleep as well, right? Because of the blue light exposure, and like they're really funny, so I get laughing really hard. Yeah, heart rate gets elevated. Yeah, that's an example for me. So everybody has their own distractions. They could be something like that. Could be, I mean, I guess food could be a distraction. Food could be a distraction. For me, it's um, chocolate chips. Chocolate chips? Yeah. Like, like? At night. Really? Yeah. Oh. Sometimes I'll just have some chocolate chips at night. Do you just like keep a bag in your apartment? I do. Okay. Dark? Dark. Okay. Semi-sweet dark chocolate. Like we talking a little handful? Yeah. But there are nights where it does it does expand. Okay. <laughs> Find yourself in the bottom of the bag. <laughs> Potentially, yes. It's blacked out like I don't know what happened. <laughs> chocolate coming, the chocolate drool just coming dripping, down. Dripping down. Uh, interesting that it's chocolate. Why is it not a chocolate bar? Uh, I think in my earlier days, yes, it would be a chocolate bar. Got it. But so this is older, a way of controlling. It is. Okay. It's a way of controlling the distraction because I can take down a bar easy. And, right. And I've done that. Because you're like, it's one bar. Yeah. It's one serving, even though it says three and a half on the back. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, I would just crush it and just be like, oh, I'm uh, like that. Oh, all right. Feel good. Yeah. But now to control that, it's chocolate chips to kind of. Easier to, to easy, take just a little bit. Yeah. Easier to control that. Do you have milk with it? I don't. I so just, just. Chocolate chips and water, like water. sparkling water. Sparkling water. So I don't know if you noticed that they left a, a nice big box of LaCroix in your uh, fridge. Oh, did you? I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, unless Sterling, unless. No, that was it was the mango flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the kind you get? I tried it out okay. just to see. And it was because that's like, what we drink, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's pretty it's good. good. Yeah. So uh, another one, like uh, what I was going to say is another interesting one might be a situational distraction. Mm. Um, expand the reason I expect, yeah. Uh, so having a social, trying to have a social life Mm -hmm. and then having alcohol paired with that social life. Yes. The reason they come to this is because this is one thing I noticed when the pandemic hit. Yes. I would only drink when I try and hang out with friends Mm. and I was trying, I was hanging, trying to hit cause I was single and I was hanging out with friends a lot on the weekends and it'd be drink after drink after drink. A it's expensive. Yes, it is. B, alcohol adds up in terms of calories, if yes, you don't know that by now. Yes, it does. Um, Seven calories per gram. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. And it's if you're like taking fat. down like a couple shots, yeah. you got your you got your uh, pregame shots or yep. drink. Mm-hmm. Then you got your going out drinks. Yep. And then you'll finish with a nightcap. Yep. And That's they, a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And it, I would be, I, I think back then pre-pandemic i would be like oh i I can get away with it i'm working out all this all Mm -hmm. this and that (laughs) this and that this and that (laughs) what up Um, lou what (laughs) 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 um but it's taking i had to be honest with myself am i getting value out of this what is happening to my body i look like shit i feel like shit Mm, i don't sleep well Mm -hmm. yeah and i had to take a step back out of that and look at myself like why do I why do I feel like I need that drink? Like do I need that drink? What was the answer? The answer was no. What what was the answer to why do I feel like I need it? I think 
the reason was is so that I could like stir up confidence to have conversations with people. Mm-hmm. But with the very pen, honest of you, it is like I'll be yeah. This is this is mm-hmm. we're delving. In, this is deep. Yeah, open trust open. tree. Um, but as I started doing more things like like working with Project Thirteen, mm-hmm. um, as I started coming on board, I was like, man, I don't really need that mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Like, why do I need to have? A, why can't I just? Why can't I not just have a conversation with someone and just say the things that are kind of on my mind? Mm-hmm. I'm still working on it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Cause there is definitely tough for time. It's tough to get some of my own uh, thoughts out because it's always the fear of the backlash. I was like, Oh, am I going to feel like I'm stupid for saying something? Mm. And it's just, we talked about it earlier where it's, it can be very vulnerable mm-hmm. and you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yep. And I've been, I've learned that that was kind of one of the big lessons I got throughout the pandemic, to be honest. Getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Because of which which situations in the pandemic? I think when you've started putting masks on and you're trying to crave human contact. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, my, I guess my partner at the moment, Mm -hmm. or who I'm with right now, has (laughs) definitely pulled that out of me. So that's Oh, good. Yes. So that's one of the things that I've I've, I've had that fortunate event to have that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's very insightful, first of all. So excellent work there. And also, we'll come back to that. We've had a few requests to have an episode that's all about Michael Callow oh, no. and who he is <laughs> as a person. And one thing you said in there is fear of backlash. Yeah. When you say certain things. And maybe on that episode, we'll, we'll dive into oh, no. why that is. We'll have to get <laughs> nice and honest on that. Okay. Yes. But no, that's very insightful and very, very, uh, yeah, I mean, very, very true about, you know, drinking as a distraction. And like you said, it's a snowball effect specifically with drinking because what are you going to eat when you do that nightcap? Street dog, dirty dog. Street meat. Street meat. Street meat, baby. Two or three, they're five bucks a pop. <laughs> they are good. See, he's got his he's got his it. nighttime menu lined up. It was it was it would be two hot dogs. There was one. There was a few nights where it'd be two hot dogs and a burrito, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, so that's where that also takes you, right? So thinking yeah. about like is and then is that helping your goal? No, because no. you've drank, ate super late, and not the best quality of food. Didn't sleep much. No. Yeah. Like no, I didn't want to uh, crap on the street meat guys too much, Fair but. Enough. That eat, let's be honest, their meat's not the best quality. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't sleep much, and then you wake up the next day. Are you gonna go train? Probably not, because you feel like crap. You gonna like even get outside? Probably not. You're gonna just chill, watch Netflix, try to recover from the night before. Yeah. So, being honest with yourself about is that a cycle that you fall into? And now I'm talking to you, the listeners, right? And mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. using Michael as an example, is that a cycle that you fall into? Just be honest with yourself. And again, if it is with all of this, we're not trying to say don't do what you're doing, but also don't do what you're doing and say, I wish I was here, right? Because I can't do anything for you at that point, Yeah, right? We can't. Like 
that's up to you. Like you have to decide if you want to keep doing that, then be okay with the outcome. If you want a different outcome, then start working on being okay with changing some things. I think we just answered our final question there. I think so too. And with that said, avoid the bullshit, avoid the bullshit. Thank you again for listening to the P13 podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This podcast was produced by Project 13 Gyms and a special thanks to Studio Pod Media for providing the studio space and additional production. Absolutely. You can find us on social media on Instagram at Project 13 Gyms. You can find myself at Kemifan, that is K-E-M-I-F-A-N. How about you, Thomas? Where can they find you on your social media? You can find me at Conway Bunga. That's C-O-N-W-A-Y-B-U-N-G-A. You can also check us out at project13gyms.com. And if you're in the SF area, come train with us at Project 13 Gyms in Lower Knob Hill.